All right. Good evening, everybody. Here we go. So, Daf Samachay, page 65. We pick up from the word Tanan. All right. That's what we got up to. It is seven lines from the top of the page. On Samachay Amar Aleph, Tanan, Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Thomas. All right. Seven lines. Now, let's introduce the Gemara. The Gemara now is going to continue to involve itself in the machlokas between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. What is the machlokas between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan? Let's remind ourselves. So, if we turn back one complete daf to Samach Dalit Amar Aleph, you'll notice that pretty much in the same exact spot, about seven lines on the top of the page, on 64a, on Daf Samach Dalit Amar Aleph, there's a two dots, and the Gemara quotes a machlokas. What was the machlokas? The Mishnah had said that if the Sawyer Lashem dies, what do we do? We make a new lottery. We take two new goats. And whichever one comes out Lashem takes the place of the Lashem. And whichever one comes out Lazazel is Lazazel. But now we got two Lazazels. So the Mishnah had said that the second Lazazel is the one that you let graze until it gets a mum. Okay. So there was a machlokas on Samach Dalit between Rav and Rav Yochanan as to which is considered the second goat, the second Lazazel of the Mishnah. Rav had said that the second one is literally the second Lazazel from the second set which is what we would have thought. The second one that became a Lazazel, that got the name, is the one that you let graze till it gets a mum. However, Rabbi Yochanan argued, and Rabbi Yochanan said, that the second Lazazel is the first one that became Lazazel. What does that mean? Okay? So, the Gemara had tried to create a number of attempts to try to understand uh, Rabbi Yochanan's understanding. That it means the second goat, uh, doesn't mean the second Lazazel, it means the second goat of the first pair. Meaning the remaining goat of the first pair is the one that you let graze till it gets a mom. That was Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Now is when our Gemara picks up. Alright? Let's now, we're now on Samachayam at Aleph, seven lines from the top, and we're going to get back into this Machlokas Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan. Tanan. Our Mishnah said at the end, Rebuda says, Thomas, whichever one is the second Lazazel, you leave it to die. All right? Zog the Gemara. I'm sorry, there's not the second, uh, the second Lazazel. The second animal that you shaft and you need more blood. Who says that it means the second of the first pair is the one that you let graze, and the first one is your lazazel, and the the and the second lazazel is the one sent lazazel. The Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda Yamos. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, why are you going to leave the first one to die? Because you already have a kapara with the second lazazel. But according to Rav, who says that the second one, the second Lazozo, the one that you let grace till it gets a blemish, means the second one of the second set, 
the Rabbi Yehuda Yamus and Rabbi Yehuda is saying that what do you do with it? You let it graze till it, you, I'm sorry, you leave it till it dies. You're not going to let it graze because then it can keep eating and living. You're just going to leave it till it dies. Rabbi Yehuda According to Rabbi Yehuda, where is the kapora happening? Okay? Because here's the problem. Says Rashi beautifully. If the second goat is being left to graze, is being left to die, the first one also cannot be Lazazel. Why not? We thought it would be Lazazel. No, because remember, Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that a dichoy mei kara havi dichoy, even by Baal Chaim, that something is, uh, once something is pushed aside, it's pushed aside. So the first one anyway is not going to be sent out Lazazel. Because as soon as the first Lashem died, the first Lazazel is no longer fit permanently. And now you're going to tell me leave the second one till it dies? <laughs> According to Rav, so you have no Lazaza left. Must be Rabbi Yechenon is correct. Says the Gemara, no. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda, when he says Yamus, is not dealing with the second Lazaza. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda, maybe he says the first one, you leave it to die. Okay? And uh, the second, the, the, the second Lazaza is what's going to be uh, allowed to live. I, we said, maybe he, Rashi says, maybe he disagrees on that point. Maybe he holds that uh, as, as long as it's a Balchai, you could kick back in, and it's still valid. Period. Bottom line is, what did we just try to do? We tried to bring a proof to Rabbi Echanan's opinion, which was that the second goat of the first pair is the one that you let, uh, is the one that the mission means you let graze. And the Gemara responds that no, not necessarily. Not, uh, it, it could, it's not, there's no proof to Rabbi Echanan. It can even be uh, the opinion of Rav. Okay. Some people under, learned our mission of the conversation concerning our Mishnah in the following way. And Rabbi Yehuda said, furthermore, Nishbach Adam, by the Sotir Lashem, if the blood spills, Yomus HaMishtaleach, what do you do with the Sotir Lazazel? You let it die. You leave it till it dies. Mes HaMishtaleach, what happens if the Sotir Lazazel, that's supposed to be sent away, died before the blood was properly sprinkled? Okay? So however it died, maybe they pushed it off the cliff too early, maybe it just died on the way over to the cliff, Somehow the Sotir Lazozo, again, we're just dealing with th- this case over here. One Lashem, one Lazozo. What happened? You have your Sotir Lashem. Somehow, before the Kohen Gadol was able to complete all the sprinklings, the Sotir Lazozo kicked the bucket. What do you do? Says Reb Yehuda, Yishofei Chadam, you're not allowed to sprinkle anymore, and you pour the blood out. Says the Gemara. It makes sense according to Rav. The Risha is there's a machlekas about a chatas tibor, okay? That what do you do with the original, uh, with the original pair of the sar lashem? So we'll say chatas tibor. You're not allowed to leave it uh, till uh, it dies. And at the end of the Mishnah, they're arguing with balchay, okay? That uh, like we explained yesterday on samach dalit amar aleph. That Rav's going to say, um, according to the Mishnah, that, di, that by a dichoy balchai, it's permanently pushed aside. And, uh, and uh, that's what's going to be the opinion of the Tanakam. And the is going to be arguing. But according to Rabbi Yechanan, what does it mean, va'aid? What are we adding 
in both cases, the the Chachamim were telling us to go and le- to to allow the first animal to graze, the, the the remaining animal from the first set to graze. And the Mela, it's the same Achlaikas in both places. There's no Ve'oy. You're really not adding anything new. Answers the Gemara. You're right. Kasha. There's a question on this. Uber. Uber. We're not knocking it off. We don't feel this is strong enough of a question to completely uh, dispute Rav Yechim. We just have to leave with a question on him. Period. We're at the two docs. Brand new sugya. Brand new conversation. The Yaidama Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said in our Mishnah, again we just quoted this, that Nishbach Adam If the blood spills out, then the Sayer Lazazel is not allowed to be used. Okay, I'm sorry. If the, if the, yeah, if the blood of the, of the, of the Lashem uh, spilled out before the, uh, spilled out, now the sar, the, the partner of it, the sar lazazel, is not allowed to be used, and you just leave it to die. Okay. Says the Gemara. It makes sense if the blood spills out that the sar lazazel, you just leave it to die. Why? Because you didn't sprinkle the dam, and you're not going to be able to sprinkle the dam, and you're not let it go and kill the sar lazazel until the lashem dam is sprinkled. That ain't ever happening. So we know it makes sense. You can't use this lazazel. But what if the, go- the blood of the Sar Lashem didn't spill? Rather, the kind, all that happened was the Sar Lazazel died before the blood was sprinkled. The blood's all here. And the sar- there's no problem with the blood. The problem's with the Sar Lazazel. That died. What did we say? You can't sprinkle the blood anymore because the partner, the Lazazel, is not here, so you can't sprinkle in the Mishka. Says the Gemara, why not? Why are you spilling out the blood? What is the Sar Lazazel supposed to do? Go die. That's its job. So let's say it got pushed off the cliff too fast. All right, you're supposed to do it afterwards. Fine. But did it, did it, didn't it get pushed off the cliff? Yeah, it got pushed off. Okay. It just oh, it was before the timing of the, of the blood. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not so simple. Not so simple to say, oh, listen, it, was, it died, it did its job. No, no, no. It ain't called the Sar Lazozel, and it's, it ain't a mitzvah, because the Torah says, Yom Ad Chai Lefnei Hashem Lechaper, Ad Mosa Yizokok V'yais Chai, Ad Shas Matan Dom Shochavir. It says very straight out in the Torah that the Sar Lazozel is not permitted to, for anything to happen to it, certainly to die, until all the blood has been sprinkled. And if it does get pushed off the cliff, it's considered like nothing was done. Nothing was done over there. And therefore, you're, that's why you're going to have to go and do it again. Tanos, we learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. Let's go back to Mesech Eshkolim and talk about the Chatzis Shekel. If you have people in the city who sent their half shkolim to the Beis HaMikdash, remember the Beis HaMikdash would send out messengers to the towns, to the cities, to go collect the Machtes HaShekel. So you have a whole city that sent their money. And what happens? These messengers were of the townspeople to the Beis HaMikdash either lost that money or bandits stole it. Okay? 
Nishba'in Ligizbar. I'm sorry. Says the says the Mishnah. Im Nisrama Truma. If Truma had already been separated before um, before the money was brought. Okay, now what Truma are we talking about? We're talking about the Truma Salishka, right? The Aleph Base Gimel boxes that were taken from the treasury. So if the money was already, you know, uh, the, the, these boxes were set aside, and now we hear that the money was, was uh, lost or stolen, so then what's the halacha? The messengers need to swear, take an oath to the treasurers of the Beis HaMikdash and swear about what happened. Okay? The imlav, however, if um, they, they knew the money was gone before the truma salishka was done before the money was taken out of the treasury. Then Then the messengers don't swear to the gizber, the treasurer. Rather, they swear to the bnei ha'ir, to the people who they are delivering the money for, and in order to release themselves of obligations. And the people of that city are going to have to give new shkol. Okay, now why? Because it depends who now, whose domain was the half, is the half shekel in, okay? If the, it became known once the machzis shekel was separated, so now it's considered like it's the Beis HaMikdash's money, and the Beis HaMikdash is the one that would take the loss on the money, and therefore you're going to have to swear to whoever's going to take the loss on this. The messenger is going to swear to the gizber. However, if it's in the matzah, where the loss is going to be to the people of the city, so you're going to have to swear to them. What happens? Nimtsu. So the guy swears. And the townspeople give another half shekel. And now they find the money. Or the bandits do tshuva. And they return the money. Okay? Says the Mishnah, Elu ve'elu shkalamim. So both the original shkalam and the second shkalim that the townspeople gave are considered half shkalim. The ein oilim lahem lashana haba. It doesn't count like, oh, okay, you know, I got a half shekel, uh, I got a half shekel uh, in my bank account for next year. I don't have to give a half shekel next year. No, you'd still have to give a half shekel for the next year. Every year, a new half shekel had to be given. Okay, or just this year, you gave a shekel. That's basically what happened. Okay. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, no. They get credit. Okay? And if, they find, if the money's found, let the people of the city say, all right, so you're holding on to this half shekel. We gave you a second half shekel. So now we paid you for this year and the next year. My time with Rabbi Yehuda. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? Oh, my Rabbi, Rabbi says, Kosova Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds, that uh, if you have a chiyah for this year, it's still allowed to be brought for next year's half shekel, which is a big, big chiddush. This is not the general mahalach that we were following, right? But we did come across this opinion in Mesheches Shkolim, that, that uh, according to Rava, Rabbi Yehuda holds, you can pay a year prior the shekel for that year. All right. Says Abaye to Rava, who was quoting Rabbi Yehuda that you could pay a year in advance, says Abaye, whoa, Rava, how can you say that? How can you explain Rabbi Yehuda like that? 
Eisvei Abaye. Abaye asked a challenging question on Rava. If you have the bull and the goat of Yom Kippur that are going to be shechted and sprinkled, then now they're lost before you have a chance. What do you do? You get a replacement. You set aside, okay? Bring me a backup bull. Bring me a backup goat. And if you have a sawyer that's meant to be used for the Avera, let's say you have... Um, uh, Avera that included potential Avedazara uh, transgression. But over here, Rashi explains particularly, we're talking about where Bezdin Paskin, that there were particular things you're allowed to use with animals and it wouldn't be considered like using Avedazara or getting about. Turns out they were wrong and, and a majority of Kalisol were involved in this Avera. So now you got to bring this type of carbon and now this carbon gets lost. The hifrish, the hifrish, they all die. I mean, they all die. You still have a carbon to bring. What it means is, the we only use the replacements, and the original animals that we now find, you leave them to die. But you do continue to use the replacements. Dibber of Yehuda. This is the pin of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Heimrim. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say, Yiru Ache you don't let them die, you let them graze till they get a mum. The Yimachru, then you sell them and use it for the upkeep for Nedavas of the Mizbeach, the Yipul Dimeim, Nedavas, Ein Chata Sibor Mesa. You never have a Chata Sibor that dies. Now, what's Abai's question? Gishmak. Abai's question is as follows. Let's remind ourselves, what did Rabbi say? Rabbi says, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you can take a mitzvah now, and when you have a re- and when you replace it, you have your half shackle, when you replace it, instead of saying it all goes now to the base of Mikdash, use it as advanced credit. That was re- that's how Rabbi explained Rabbi Yehuda. But over here by Rabbi Yehuda and the Karbanos, what's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? You set aside a carbon and then it's lost. You put a replacement there. Use the replacement. What do you do with the original one? Let it graze till it gets a blemish. But why? According to Yehuda, just keep it as the carbon, and next time you need it, use it then. Use it. Just consider it like it's advanced credit for the next time you need a similar carbon. Why are we letting it graze till it gets a mum? Akutakasha. Again, Abai says to Rava. Rava, according to you, you, you say that Rabbi Yehuda holds if you ever make a replacement. What do you do with the original? Put it as advanced credit. Right, like the Chatsi Shekel. But by the Karbanos, what's Rebuta's opinion when you, when you put a replacement carbon? He doesn't say, ah, oh, make them both. Yeah, advance credit. No, he doesn't say that. He says that the first one has to get a blemish, and then you sell it for the upkeep. But why? If he believes in advance credit, let both animals be okay. It's good kasha. Amr Lehi, Rav says back to Abayi. We now turn to Amr Beis, and he says, no, you're making a big mistook. And your calculusias. You're making a big mistake in your calculations over here. Because you can't compare the machzis ha-shekel to karbonus tzibor. Just because Rabbi Yehuda says that you can make advanced credit by the half-shekel does not mean he agrees with advanced shekel by karbonus tzibor. Why not? Let's read this. Karbonus tzibor ka-amrit. You want to talk about karbonus tzibor? Shiny karbonus tzibor? Karbonus tzibor are much different. Why? 
this is a Ayla that's brought in its Chaydesh in its proper time. Interesting amount of times they use the word Chaydesh. Right? What does that mean? Amra Taira. The Taira is telling us. Chadesh. Do it again. Make a new one. And bring me carbonis from new, brand new shkav. Okay? Therefore, there's a particular halacha when it comes to Yom Kippur that you cannot have any advance credit. You, th- that money had to be given for that year. The whole sawyer, that's where the Pusik says, what about the par? Now, why would a par be different? Why should the par and the sar? Why would the par of the kaingodol and the sar of the kaingodol be any different? Very simple. You ready? Says uh, Rashi starts to explain to us, but we know that the sa'ir was used. How they purchased the sa'ir, the goat, with funds from the treasury. They purchased it from the trumas halishka. How was the bull paid for? By the kaingodol himself. He had to use his own money. Remember. He had to use own money. So it says the Gemara, when it says that the money from the Trumas Halishka had to be used with brand new funds, okay, fine, Beseder. So that talks about the goat, but the bull, that's paper by the Kayan. What are you going to tell the Kayan? You, you can't take money out of your retirement fund to pay for your bull. Why? Because oh, you put the money in 16 years ago. No, of course not. It's his money. Money's fungible. You, you don't say to the Kayan, it has to, your bull has to be purchased with money of this year that you got. So the Gemara says, very nice by the sir, but the par, the bull, maybe over there, um, uh, how do you know over there that it, that it, uh, that, that, uh, you, it has to, uh, maybe over there it doesn't need to be from that year? The Gemara says, no, because they're a par to sir. That, where we say the same thing to the bull. We're not going to allow the bull to be used as a different type of carbon for the next year, Yom Kippur. Because if we allow the bull to be purchased in advance, then people might uh, purchase the goat in advance as well. Says the Gemara, come on. And because we're concerned of what might happen to the goat, that if you do the bull, now you're going to let the bulls die? You have to leave them to die? But you're not going to say leave it to die. Maybe you'll say, don't bring it, don't be mocked of it, let it get a blemish, redeem it. But it's got to be killed? What type of message is that? I'm not saying the message of killed. I'm not talking about PETA, <laughs> right? What we're talking about here is, in what way does that enhance the message that you can't purchase a, a goat from the previous year's funds? You got to let it die? No, just say, don't be mocked of it as a karma. And furthermore, Rev Tavi says in the name of Rev Yeshia, he's just telling us the mitzvah, meaning how it should be done. And, and, and not that it's ma'akid. How do you know that? You should bring even mamish, those brand new carbonas should come from that year. But if you did it from last year's Yatzah, it's okay. You didn't do it properly. Okay? So, um, 
what's the reason why we say it's okay? Because we don't want the we don't want the base of Mikdash to take a loss. Okay, fine. No, so it's not Ma'akev. You did it because the We say the same thing over here. Why are you why are you forcing it to die? The, the base of Mikdash is going to take a financial loss. So the Gemara is bothered by two things. First of all, it, if the whole thing is due to a gzera that you can't shech the bull, due to a gzera the sar, you're going to tell me to go to the extent of, of letting it die? It seems pretty extreme that you have to send the message in that way. And secondly, do you realize that you're causing a loss to, to, to uh, uh, you're loss, causing a loss of money? Why would we do that? So the Gemara agrees. The Gemara says, you're right. The reason why you have to leave the sawyer and the par to die instead of using it for the next year is not because of a gzera, rather, Allah Omar of Zera. Of Zera says, It doesn't have a status of a Lashem or Lazazo because one year's lottery cannot affect next year's lottery. What happens by the goat? What happens by the goat? You, you lose the goat, you get a backup. Now you find the original. What are you going to do next year? Use the original as an automatic Lazazo? You're not going to do a lottery the next year? Just take one goat and pair it up? Come on. You got to do a you got to do a lottery. So Gemara says, "Okay. So maybe use it for the next year and and remove its status of whatever it was this year. Just use that as one of the goats. Venice Venagro. Why not just use it as as a goat?" So Gemara answers, "Gzeira shama yamru agoro kavea mishan lechaverta." Because um, people are going to say that that, listen, last year was established as one thing, and then maybe taka, people are going to think that taka, the halacha is, they may make a mistake, that you can make a girl one year for the next year. They're not going to know we did a brand new one. They're not going to realize that. They're going to assume, oh, last year it fell out, this goat was lazazel, and maybe it happened the next year, it also remained the lazazel, so think that no new lottery was done. Someone says, fine. Hotenach sawyer. All right, so this whole lottery was done by goats. What about the par? Par Michael and Neymar Xera Paro to Sar. I Mishum Xeria Musu, same question. Amru Rabbana Kabeda Bai. The Rabbana said, The reason why we're, we're, um, uh, the bull has to be left as die is a Xera of Chatos Shemesu Balea. That we know over there when a person sets aside an animal to be his carbon Chatos. And then the and then the owner dies, okay. So what's the halacha? You have to let it die. What happens? This is how Rashi explains. What happens if you have the bull of one year? Well, whose bull is it? The kaingalo paid for it, but it's really hectic. The kaingalo paid for it, so you're going to use this bull for the next year, let's say, right? Because you found the replacement, now you get the original back. The original, oh, we say, why not let it go to next year? What happens if the next year there's a different kind of So then people are going to say like this. Oh, you have a chatas. Because the par is a chatas. It was meant for last year's kind of He died. And look, a new owner can use the bull of somebody else's chatas. Which is not true. But people might come to say that. Says the Gemara, fine. You're right. That's a good point. Okay, so by a par, which is barley and chatas, people, people could confuse that. We get why you should stay away from that. 
But Sawyer, by the goat, Michael and Emma, what are you going to say? You don't have that same logic. So Gemara says, Gezeira Sawyer atu par. Once you can't do it by a par, do the same thing by a Sawyer. Says the Gemara, same question. Because of a decree, you're going to go to such an extreme to say that it's got to die? So we're backing off that question too. So now we're up to try number four. Sometimes it's three strikes and you're out. But when I was a kid in Baltimore, they started a little league for from kids. You know what they called it? I wonder if it's still going on. They called it Yiddle League. Yiddle League. And I think until second grade, it was five strikes and you're out. And when we found out, we all went on strike. We joined this league. I was like, get up to bat. Like, the kids got five strikes? What are you, joking? I'm not playing over here. What type of Michigan is this? All right. I wonder if they still have it. Um, and I wonder if they still have five strikes in your out. But here we go. We have three strikes and we're still playing. We're up to try number four. Says the Gemara. Okay. So let's get, try to give another reason why Reb Yehuda says that when you find the original Carbonus, you let it, uh, you let it graze. Okay? Why doesn't he just say, let us use it for the next year? So Gemara says, Alexeira Mishum Chata Sha'avra Shnasa. Okay? The halacha is that a carbon chatas has to be within a certain age limit. If you let it wait a year, so it's no longer valid by a general chatas. And therefore, over here, people are going to say, oh, chatas, you can wait a year. We could also take our time on, with our chatas. Says the Gemara, gzeira? What, you're going to say that's a decree? That's a halacha, right? It's a halacha here too. You're going to have a problem. He gufa chata I mean, you're going to have the same problem with this very same animal, right? The halacha is, as Rashi explains, we don't even need Rashi to really, uh, Rashi articulates this for us, but the halacha lemaisa is that this is a chatas like any other chatas. And the same way by a regular chatas, you can't have a chatas that's too old, older than, than, uh, than being in its first year. So too over here, this is a very practical issue. To go from one year to the next year, of course it's going to be a full year older. And it's not going to be valid. So why are you saying it's a gzera? You have a very practical problem. Someone says, no. There's no question over here. Because this is gishmak. Listen to this. Listen to this. Because of the opinion of Rebbe. Now keep in mind, Rashi immediately begins to kick into us. And he tells us, as follows. I'll just explain it outside. How many days in a year? All right. So Americans are going to say 365. Jews are going to say 354. Jewish Americans are going to say it depends. Right? 354 in the, in the lunar year and 365 in the solar year. When the halacha is that it's not allowed to be older than a year old. Does it mean older than a solar year or older than a lunar year? Because keep in mind, from one Yom Kippur to the next Yom Kippur is how many days? 354. It go, we go by the lunar year. So if, keep in mind, it's very simple math. If Yom Kippur to Yom Kippur is, three, is 354, however the age of the Chattas works with, if you could say somehow, and we'll read this inside. The age of the chattas of being older than a year is a solar year. 
you're going to have 11 days to play with where it can very well be eight days old by one Yom Kippur and still be less than a full solar year by the next Yom Kippur. Right? So let's read this inside. The time we learned in the Brisa, Shana Temima. The halacha is when it comes to selling a home inside of a walled city, you have a year to redeem it. What does a full year mean? A full year means the fullest possible year, which is 365 days. Which is the solar year. They say no. It's nothing to do with the calendar of a solar year, 365. That's not a year. Rather, a full year is 12 months. Okay? So, Rabbi says, what's considered a full year? 365. The say, what's a full year? 12 months. Top of tomorrow's daf. The Imnisabra, let's say you have a leap year. Now you have 13 months. Nisabra Lamaychet. You hit it. So you can even have, you can even have, you know, when it comes to a house, additional time. You have additional time. And if you have additional time, why don't you say the same thing by the goat? And that's going to be our response. Says the Gemara, Okay, so now, the halacha of the goat is that it needs to be within a year old. Par What about the par? The Gemara says it could be older than a year. So the Gemara says, the Gemara responds, Gzeiraparo um, to Sa'ir. The same way we're, we're concerned about letting the Sa'ir um, be too old, Sa'par as well. Says the Gemara, Bashum Gzeirayama, same question. Achatas, that's older than a year. Usually we don't just let it die, you let it go graze till it gets a mum. You just view it like it's, it's, you know, it's in a cemetery, basically. You don't just, and then you just let it graze. And therefore, that answer is not going to work either. And therefore, the Gemara says, a fifth try, we'll see if they're going to strike out in Italy, we're up to a fifth try, up to Elamar Rabbah, we're going to try to give a fifth attempt as to why Rabbi Yehuda says that when you find the original animal, it's got to die Instead of letting us use it as advanced credits for the next year, we're still unclear as to why he doesn't allow it the same way he allows it by the half shkalim. By half shkalim, he does allow advanced credit when you find the original shekel. By, by the goat and the bull, he's not. And we haven't come up with a klar, klar answer that explains both by, boat and, both by goat and bull as to why Rebuta's not allowing it. And we'll pick up Bezram tomorrow from Ella Omar Rava. Have a wonderful Wonderful evening.